Hi, and welcome to the Fertility Warriors podcast. I'm Robin Birkin, and I am so grateful and honored that you're here today. From my own journey with infertility and loss to becoming a mind-body practitioner and holistic fertility coach, it is my sincere hope that I can help make your journey to conceive lighter, more supported, and easier by sharing deep emotional well-being guidance, doable conception tips, and real talk about what infertility and loss looks like. I'm here with you every step of the way. Now let's begin. Hi, and how are you today? Thank you so much for being with me, and especially thank you if you are someone who tunes in to me every week. Know that you are not a number to me. You are a person, and I truly and deeply care for everyone who tunes into the Fertility Warriors every week, and there are thousands of you, which blows my mind. I always think to myself, even if I can just help one person today, then it's all worth it. And so I truly hope that anyone listening here today feels like they're helped and supported through this podcast and through my programs, because If you'd asked me 10 years ago what my life would look like, I can tell you right now, I never would have imagined or even been able to conceive that it might look like this. So here we are and thank you for listening. I do hope that this uh, podcast is helpful to you. So if, if you follow me on Instagram, you may know this, but every week on Instagram, usually on a Monday, I do like a question and answer sticker and we go through what are you struggling with at the moment? And I answer as many questions as I can to the best of my ability. I have started putting a lot of answers on my highlights, those circles underneath your bio. So you can always come in if you're listening to this and go to my Instagram at Robin Birkin and have a look and see if any of those are questions that you're struggling with that, and you maybe need help with as well. But we had the question that came on my Instagram stories about two weeks ago about one of our, I get, what would you call it on Instagram, followers who was feeling really nervous about an HSG. So for any of you who don't know, an HSG is called a histosalpingogram and is usually part of the I guess, exploratory investigation that they do at the start of when you go to a fertility clinic. It's part of just their routine testing, or I feel it should be. And what this test does is checks whether there's any blockages in your fallopian tubes. And they do this by, I think they put you in like an x-ray room. And I want to say it's iodine that they like I don't know what you would call it, like push, uh, flush through your fallopian tubes. Sometimes that can clear tiny blockages. Sometimes it it gives them a good idea that there is something more serious going on with your fallopian tubes. And so someone wrote that she was feeling quite nervous about her HSG. I put out the story to other people in my audience and said, what was your experience like? You can see people's tips, what their experience was like in my Instagram highlights. But then I also shared eight tips about what you can do if you're feeling scared and nervous about fertility treatments on the very last slide. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. What can you do? Whatever medical treatment 
or fertility treatment you're about to go through, if you're feeling nervous about that, what can you do to help yourself feel calmer throughout that process? So the number one, the first thing that I wanted to say, it is actually completely normal to feel scared and nervous. It's completely nervous, completely nervous, completely normal to feel nervous about lots of things. I think what sometimes happens, and my mantra last year was actually do scary things. I actively lent into doing things that were bold and brave and scary and new and unknown, right? Um, So the very first thing that I would say is give yourself permission to feel that. It's okay to feel that and it's not a sign. When we feel nervous, it's not always a sign from our intuition that's saying red flag, okay? Sometimes we feel nervous about things because we don't understand enough about it, Sometimes we're nervous about things because just because it's the first time we've ever done it and we've never done it before. Sometimes we can feel nervous because we're scared that it might uncover something going on for us. There's lots of different reasons why we might feel nervous. And the very first thing I would say is give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to feel nervous, feel the butterflies to wonder, oh, could this go wrong? How am I going to react? What's going on for this? So number one is give yourself permission for all of that. Number two, which is kind of what I've mentioned, is also know that feeling scared doesn't always mean we shouldn't do something. So 100%, we need to listen to our intuition on things, but sometimes fear can masquerade as facts. Sometimes fear in our lives can keep us stuck and stop us from making actually what might be the right decision for us. Sometimes fear can be the thing that stops us from getting the help that we need, forging ahead. Maybe we know deep down that the next thing we need to do if we want to conceive might be IVF. Maybe your fertility specialist has said to you, we really need to progress to IVF, but here you are stuck on your 12th IUI and just feel really scared about it. Fear does not always mean intuition and it doesn't always mean that we need to stop what we're doing. So it's okay to feel scared and still go ahead with things. The next thing that I would say is there's a couple of things you can lean into during or right before your procedure. One of those, and this is something that I found to be so incredibly helpful through all sorts of things that I have gone through, been through, navigated in my life. Trust that across the world, thousands of women have done this exact same thing before. And some of them are actually going through it at the very exact time as you. And sometimes I'll even, you know, close my eyes and picture myself kind of, you know, those pictures that you like stock photos that you used to get of all these like kids or people holding hands across the globe. That's almost what I picture is, you know, linking hands with all of these people who are walking through 
this exact scenario as me at the exact same time. We are all taking one step forward together. We are all navigating probably the exact same thoughts, the exact same fear, the exact same things that keep us up at night. And I tune into almost that humanity on a regular basis whenever I'm you know, feeling nervous or scared about anything. The next thing that I would say, you are supported by medical professionals who are experienced and here to help you. I know that you can feel really worried about the pain of procedures. How am I going to recover? Is things going to go wrong? You know, like I've heard that some people have a really rough time of X, Y, Z. You know, maybe if you've had an HSG, you're worried about the pain. Maybe you've had an egg retrieval. You're worried about hyperstimulation, whatever that may be. And 100%, I, 100%, I don't think anyone can say with any kind of guarantee that nothing will ever happen to anyone. But what you can guarantee is that the people who are there doing this procedure are professionals and they're experienced and here to help you. They have likely undergone or performed these procedures a number of times and they know what to look out for and they know how to navigate the next steps. And the last thing that you can lean into during the procedure is that whatever the procedure is, it's bringing you one step closer to your dream. It's positive steps forward towards your dream. So it's progress. Even if it's one step and not 10 steps, even if it's not, you know, the finish line, it might be that one step forward in the right direction. Number four is I would say that sometimes more knowledge comforts us. So sometimes it also makes us more anxious. So you, you need to tune into yourself and how that feels for you of whether if you knew lots more, you would feel anxious or if one of the reasons why you're feeling super nervous is because you don't understand exactly what's going on. So it's okay for you to tune into how that feels for you. And I've definitely been in the camp of if I knew all of the ins and outs, then I'd probably feel even more nervous and more anxious. So what I'm going to do is just lean into trust that, again, many people have done this before me and the people who are doing this are experienced professionals who this is their job, this is their profession. And when it comes to doctors, they train a lot and they have to continually train. So ask yourself, would more knowledge comfort me? or make me feel more anxious. If knowing more about the procedure, knowing more about the chances of side effects or complications would put your mind at rest, then it might be time to start having a look at, okay, how can I learn more about this procedure and get more knowledge so that I feel more comfortable with exactly what's going on, how long it's going to take, what my recovery might look like, etc. Number five is tune into and ask yourself, well, what are the things in my tool belt that help me feel calm? Sometimes is it holding a crystal? Is it holding a teddy or a keepsake from when I was little? Is it meditation? 
Is it visualizations? Is it deep breathing? Is it somatic techniques? Whatever tools are helpful, whatever things bring you comfort, then start to lean on those. So maybe that means bringing a little teddy or something to your treatment to almost feel like that's going to give you comfort. Number six is think to the future. Think of yourself in 10 years time and then think of yourself at this tiny little moment. This might be one day, might be 15 minutes out of your life and this might be a blip in your life's story but an important step forward. So try to to think to yourself in the future and almost like zoom out a little bit and think to this as a little blip that it'll be over, that in 10 years' time, this won't even be something that ranks in your life. Number seven, communicate with your medical team often and honestly. And I think sometimes this is where we get stuck is because we feel like we have these expectations of what we think we should cope with or we feel like because they're wearing a white coat, you know, we have to be strong and push through it. But the more openly and honestly you can communicate with your medical team, this hurts, I think I need some pain relief, I'm feeling nervous, can you, you know, you might say to your anaesthetist, can you hold my hand? Whatever that might look like, how can you communicate more openly and more honestly? That might mean that the day after your procedure, if you're still feeling like you're in a lot of pain, not constantly saying to yourself, oh, I should be coping with this better. Why is this so painful? Oh, I don't feel like I can call them saying, I am a customer. I have been through a procedure and I'm going to call for worst case peace of mind that all is well. Not putting that off and feeling scared or feeling like you can't because you're, you're essentially a customer. And the very last thing that I would say, and this is something that I lent, I had, for those of you who don't know, I had a very, uh, I don't even know what to call it, a significant complication with my pregnancy with Olivia that meant that I had something like a 90% chance of hemorrhaging before she was born. So I did, and everything was fine in the end, but I lent into being prepared but not panicked. There is a big difference between having saying to myself, okay, this you know, this has a real possibility of happening. Cool. I'm going to prepare an overnight bag. I'm going to let my neighbor know that she may have to drive me to hospital or, you know, make arrangements. I'm going to have all my ducks in a row, but I'm not going to sit and live every day rocking in a corner that this could happen to me. And it it did happen, but it only happened at 37 weeks and then she was born. So, I could have spent my entire pregnancy in panic, not enjoying my pregnancy, standing still, you know, with all of that. But I actively chose to say, nope, you know what? I'm going to be prepared that this is a possibility, you know, so I'm going to do my due diligence. So for you, that might look like have like on the day of your egg retrieval, getting someone to do organize your laundry and cook dinner for you because you might be in some pain versus feeling paralyzed by that experience. 
I always used to say, particularly in the corporate world, don't panic until you need to panic, right? We can sit and spend our lives in panic about things that may or may not never happen and may likely never happen when we can be prepared, sure, but trying not to get panicked by a situation until that panic is actually warranted. I hope that episode has been helpful for you. Let me quickly recap on those eight points. Number one, allow yourself to feel scared. You're allowed to feel scared. It's completely normal. It's completely okay. But number two is that doesn't always mean that that's a barrier or that we should stop or not go through with something. Leaning into trusting that across the world, thousands of other women are going through this and that many women have been walked in your footsteps before. You are supported by professionals and that this is bringing you one step closer to your dream. Number four, sometimes more knowledge comforts us or sometimes it makes us more anxious. Which one of those is for you and take action appropriately? Number five, what helps you feel calm? Sit and journal on it and then use those as tools to help you on the day. Number six, think to the future. Zoom out for a moment and tune into that this might be a tiny little blip in your life's story. Number seven, communicate with your medical team often and honestly. And number eight, try your very best to lean into being prepared but not alarmed. Thank you so much for listening today. So just a reminder that every Monday I do a QA and a sticker. If you're finding that you're not coping with infertility, something's really hard, you're nervous about something, scared about something, feeling stuck in a particular area, then Monday is when I usually do my Q&A. But you can also check my Instagram story highlights for some of the big answers that I've given before. I will catch you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye. Before you go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the Fertility Warriors. And if you'd like to keep the conversation going, you can come and find me at Robin Birkin on Instagram. I share content almost every day. I answer lots of your questions and I love hearing from you at Robin Birkin on my Instagram channel. That's all for me today and I'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.